Hello and welcome to the Divine Collaborative Podcast. That is the first time with that intro since the rebrand and I am so excited for this new chapter. I honestly feel like a lot of my podcast has been not structured at all. I just kind of, it was one of those things where it's like, I was so stuck on perfection. I had to have all of the equipment to start. And I feel like a lot of people get stuck here where they're like, but I don't have like the perfect structure. So they never start. And if you go back and listen to like the first like 20, 30 episodes of mine, I had bought all of the equipment, put it off for like a year and a half. Um, And then when I felt super duper inspired one day, I just hit record on my phone. And for all of those first 20, 30 episodes, they're just recorded from my phone. The audio sounds so terrible and it's okay. Like the message was received by so many of you guys and that's all that matters. And so I'm a walking, living, breathing testament as to how it's just a beautiful thing just to start. Do a terrible job. You know, doing a terrible job is better than not doing the job at all. So this feels like a brand new season. I do feel like in the last year I met a lot of my masculine side. So we're we're going to bring more structure into the podcast, um, including a legitimate intro. I feel like that's coming in the next week or two. And the reason that I felt called to calling it the Divine Collaborative Podcast is because that is my group coaching container. And also, I'm feeling very called to make this entire podcast go into the direction of bringing on the incredible souls that I'm so grateful to know and I'm so excited and grateful to meet in the future it's bigger than me. And as much as I love these solo episodes, I want to give you guys as much as I possibly can. So I'm just really excited for what's to come and just really grateful that you're here. Today's episode for this rebrand, I feel so aligned with this topic. And it's probably going to be titled from atheism to God. That feels aligned. (laughs) My journey from atheism to God has been so beautiful. It's been (laughs) so ugly and I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. I grew up in a Hindu household. I'm Indian, so I went to temple almost every week with my family, but I still wouldn't label my family as super religious. Um, We did all of the traditional things on the holidays and stuff like that, but I never felt like my parents forced anything on me. I feel like the only thing they did was just bring me to temple. And... We spoke Hindi in my household, and I understand it fluently, but in temple they speak Sanskrit, so I didn't understand anything 
every time I would go. And so I never received the word of God in the Hindu temple. And when I turned 18 and moved out and had realizations that I'm allowed to have my own opinions, because even growing up when people would ask me what religion I am, I would always say I I grew up in a Hindu household or I'm my parents are Hindu. I like wouldn't answer for myself because I never felt aligned with it right. And so enter college, enter atheism. I was a science major, so I believed in the Big Bang. I believed the Big Bang was our highest power, was just like nothing to something right? And it wasn't a theory for me. This is the scary part is with atheism for me personally came a lot of closed-mindedness. So not only was I atheist, but I was also right. My belief was right. Anybody else that had a different belief than me I could not resonate with, and I thought they were weird. Um, Because I never looked at religion as faith. I looked at it as weak. I looked at it as a crutch. I looked at it as a last resort or a desperate need for the people that put their all into it. And I really find it so interesting how everything that I was dealing with in life and feeling and going through, just experiencing, was not from a place of love. I didn't know what ego was, but During that time, ego was my God, and I was the center of the universe. I was the life of the party, and I ate that shit up. Everybody loved me, and I ate that shit up. And then enter, like, my first actual relationship. I needed to control everything, and... I was so evil, honestly, like just a very dark person. And that's because I had nothing bigger than me to give my problems to. I held everything on the weight of my shoulders and it was so heavy. And I used to drink a lot to numb that. And that's exactly when all of that heaviness would come out. And it felt like life was pointless. Like we're here and then we die. And I didn't believe in love at all. I even remember there being like a certain point where I didn't believe in monogamy. This is, I don't know, 
never mind. I'm not going to go there. Um, I didn't believe in monogamy. Um, I truly felt like everybody was unfaithful. Everybody hurts everybody. And that's the life that we live in. Um, because that was my belief. That's what I did to others. I hurt people. I didn't show up for people. I was disappointing people left and right. So it perfectly curated friends that didn't really have high standards. So <laughs> I, I really feel like I didn't disappoint them uh, much. But not only did I not disappoint them, but I, I made myself like the queen because I felt powerful around them and that just fed into my ego and it fed into my atheism it fed into my darkness and that was my reality when I got into my relationship it was nothing bigger than us it was me it was almost like a dictatorship like I needed to control everything because it was my universe and everybody else was living in it and that was about five years of my life of just atheism like kind of putting a label to what I'd always felt aligned with and everything changed in 2019 January 1st when I got into my car accident and I saw my life flash before my eyes. And I realized if I would die in that car crash, life would still be going on. In the same way that when my mom died six months before that car accident, life still went on. And that's when it hit me. It's bigger than me. All of this is bigger than me. I don't know what's going on. I'm not in control of anything if I am not even in control of my own life or death. So after my car accident, I had this newfound second chance at life excitement and I started showing up to everything I did differently because I was like I could die tomorrow I could die today I could die in one moment and anybody could and I just had so much excitement for like life when I realized I would have had so many regrets if I laid there dying and when I started acting differently and being differently, I was being responded to differently by everything I did. And things were starting to go really good before things were always happening to me, like negative, negative things, bad things, hard things. And it was never my fault in my mind. 
that's just how life was. And then when I started showing up with good energy to everything I did, people, things, life started responding back to me. And I remember I got pulled over three months after just experiencing really, really good energy after that car accident. And when I saw those lights, I the old me used to cry and go victim mode in front of the police officer because I, I had a few speeding tickets already at this point. And this me just laughed as the cops coming up. I was like, in my head, I knew it was all good, too good to be true. I knew life wasn't this smooth and this yummy. <laughs> and the police officer comes over, tells me I was speeding, takes my license, registration. I'm like, he's running my stuff and he's going to see I have a bunch of tickets. I'm going to get a ticket. And he comes back with a smile on his face and he's like, you know, just slow it down next time. And I heard, I literally heard the term law of attraction. And I was like, I've heard of that before. Like this was literally right after he gave me my stuff back. And I was like, law of attraction. I feel like that's what what's happening. What, what, is, what is that? So I drove home and I went straight to Wikipedia and I looked up the law of attraction and I read it all and I was like, that's what's happening. This is what's happening to me. And then I watched The Secret And then I stopped drinking for three months. No, I left my relationship of three years, got a big girl job, started like doing things and reality responded and I got a great job, lived in this amazing apartment, like manifested all this amazing stuff. And then I stopped drinking and that's when I really started to meet myself. And I was like, oh yeah, there's something bigger and we're going to call it the universe. Enter new age. New age spirituality (laughs) feels like a dream when I think about it. Such a beautiful journey, honestly. And like, I have so much love for that chapter of my life because it was the first time that I believed in something bigger than me. And it felt so free. I was like, you know, universe is always on my side. If I'm on its side, it responds to me. It, it feels me and I feel it back in the same way. And I started putting my faith into certain things and I thought that was so beautiful to finally be like, I felt so light after feeling so fucking heavy for so long, for so many years of my life. And I shed all of my old friends when I went through this transition because I stopped drinking for three months and I really met myself and went in with myself and had the best time with myself. Like I, you know, in the past, before I had my awakening in the car accident, my 
isolation time was depressing. It was dark. It was avoidance. It was smoking weed. It was drinking. It was doing all these things to just not be with myself. And this was the first time that I was alone, but not lonely and not running away from anything. And I started attracting in these incredible people and just the universe kept affirming that, yeah, like you make these shifts in your life. You open up space. I give you things that align with what you're desiring, but you have to let go the old you and the old things that keep you stuck to the old you. And I also learned during this time in 2019 that the universe responds really quick. And that's my story is that when you plant a seed of intention, you get something. Something happens really quickly. So, you know, it's just amazing. And then I got into crystals and I spent a lot of money. Like I still have my crystals around me, but I spent a lot of money on crystals and like oracle cards and just really looking for answers outside of me within me, if that makes sense. So like my crystals in my mind, like, yes, you can believe in the properties that they're said to provide or hold or whatever. Um, But I really thought it was more so the intention behind it. Like, okay, if I'm carrying my rose quartz, it's because I want to carry a lot of love in my energy today. And it's just like a little reminder every time I look at it in my purse or something like that. So, or like if I was going to see someone that has really dense and negative energy, I'm going to bring my black tourmaline and just protect myself. And it felt safe. And like during that time, a lot of things would happen too if I like I got a crystal and then this happened and I'm like, wow, no wonder this happened because the crystal was with me. So I placed a lot of power on my crystals, which was also just really cool because all the power was on me before new age. So just was such a beautiful journey to just give my power up a little bit. And then I started making friends with people that had this new age spirituality alignment with me and we would have like crystal nights and like I I still worship a full moon and a new moon for the rest of my life don't get me wrong but like we would do like rituals and I'm like still down to do like a new moon ritual I am so big on like intention setting and stuff like that and a lot of that is what it is and like I'm still gonna set my intent like nothing happens if you don't set an intention and actually believe in it, right? So that's what a lot of new age spirituality was for me. It was intention setting now that I think about it. And then enter 2023. 2023 was ugly. I didn't like it. No, I'm just kidding. I loved it. Honestly, it took me to the depths of hell. And the deeper in hell you go, the deeper you meet yourself, right? So there was just a lot of pain in 2023. 
and a lot of it, like I could feel it in my body. A lot of the pain wasn't mine. It wasn't mine to carry, and it and it was it wasn't mine, and it wasn't mine to carry in general. But it felt so heavy, and I just I cried so much last year. The amount of times I stayed up crying, the amount of times I like didn't know why certain things were happening the way they were and I felt so out of control and like it hurt <laughs> I was so hurt last year and in August when I went to my retreat I met God Holy shit. I just had a massive download. And I cannot wait to share it right now. But I feel the reason that I met God at that retreat was because my vulnerability, my, my, the amount I was cracked open with the amazing sisters at this retreat whom I love and adore so much. I was so cracked open. And with all of their reflections back to me about everything I was going through, subconsciously I think I caught on that I don't need to carry all of this. There's so much love in this world. And what I'm carrying is not love. What I'm carrying is defeat and regret, sadness, heaviness. And I feel I was just so cracked open that that's when God was like, I can come in. It's time. And there was a fire ceremony. It's like two and a half hours long and I saw and felt God's presence so deeply. And after that, this is so juicy. I uh, went out back on my own. I told the women like, I just want a second to myself. And I went through a little self pleasure practice. I can't believe I'm sharing this on my podcast because I've told so many people that I felt God inside of me so heavily in an un- like his presence like filled me and it's undeniable like it, it 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 was God and it is God but what I don't really mention is that it was right after a self-pleasure practice is is just me and the stars of Sedona, Arizona. And I had the best orgasm of my life just looking at the stars. And after I had that orgasm, I literally felt his presence just fill me up and like as someone that knows that your sexual energy holds so much power 
to create the life that you desire. It's no wonder that that's the moment that he was able to tap into me. And I cannot make this up right after I had this orgasm and I stood up, I fainted. Like I woke up on the ground and I was like, I was like, holy shit. I feel so much power inside of me right now. Like I was crying. Like I was like. What is happening? (laughs) And I remember I sat there. And I was like, I can't go back inside. Like, I need a moment with God. I need a moment with myself right now. I need to ground myself. And so I sat on the ground. Well, I have like so many chills talking about this. But I sat on the ground and I meditated and I held myself. And I got up and I went to the sliding door to go inside. And... Before I went in, I was like, I need to move. Just, I need to move my body. And so I just got on all fours and started like moving in circles slowly and sensually and really like releasing any like, oh, I just felt so much power inside of me. It was. Whew. And and I sat there and I and before I went in, I, I literally was like, holy fuck. I am divinely powerful. And I went back in and I sat with the women. And they all looked at me. They they heard me. I screamed so loud. Like I can't like I screamed so loud before grounding myself into like the Sedona canyons. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that I'm sharing this. And they just all stared at me and I was like, God was inside of me and God is inside of me and God is with me. I know God. I know him and he's here and he's with me. (laughs) Like that was undeniable. What I just experienced is a supernatural experience. Like what just happened changed my life forever. And what I'm about to step into is magic. And I I don't even understand what's going to happen because God's in charge now. And God was my highest power at that moment. And I was going about life. And when you let God into your life, let me say, before you let God into your life, he's real quiet. You won't hear a word from him. 
He's not knocking on your door. He's like, I'm just going to be over here. You do you, boo-boo. Because to me, before I let God in, it's like nobody had a relationship with God in my life. Um, So it didn't really exist. And when you let God into your life, he's loud. And he'll talk to you through everything and every person. So I met my friend, my beautiful, incredible friend, Mel, at an event, at a networking event in September. So about a month later, she had briefly mentioned, you know, her journey with faith in the last couple of years. Mm, That was it. (laughs) She really like didn't talk about it much because I, I just was like, yeah, I just like started a relationship with God, but it was very surface level at that point because I didn't really like we just started. We just started like our relationship, right? And um I didn't really understand what it meant yet. And I'm still learning so much and it's so beautiful. But me and Mel started hanging out and like going to coffee shops and stuff. And she told me she's like, We should, you should go to church with me. And I was like, I'm like down to go one time (laughs) and she was like you should also come to bible study we host bible study every monday and i was like no i was like that scares the absolute shit out of me like i'm not about that because i'm like i know god but i don't know anything about jesus and she was like that's okay she was like when i started my faith i was the same way like i knew god but i didn't know jesus and like that's totally okay it's a safe space and i was like girl I'll go to church with you one time, and then we'll see. I go to church with her. It's got to be probably like one of the last weekends of September. I've been going every week since then. I'm pretty sure I've only had to miss like one week. One or two weeks, maybe, if I'm like not in town. But I'm watching that sermon online if I'm not able to make it in person. And church is my favorite part of the week. And I know Jesus now. And I love Jesus so much. This is so crazy because, you know, there's still those versions of you inside of you from your past life. And, oof, come, let's go to November. And I feel like a lot of people can resonate with this if you've been on a journey of, like, anything similar to mine. That version of me in my early 20s that was atheist, she came back with a revenge and she was like, why are you giving your power away? You're weak. Like all of those stories that I had in my head in my younger 20s about people that had religion in their life, that version of me started running the show. It got to a point where like, what she was like, what she wanted to say, I would say, and I would hear words come out of my mouth and actions play out. And I'm like, this is not me. This is an entity taking me over. And I could not show my face in public. I could not talk to anyone. I isolated, like the devil took me over, you guys. And I wanted to die. And there's that episode on spiritual warfare that I that I came out with a couple episodes ago. 
if you want to know anything about that deeper. But that spiritual warfare was inevitably going to come up and it did and it hurt and it was exactly what I needed to realize that something that I really thought while I was in it that I couldn't get through, God got me through and I could not hear God during those few days. During those five days of hell, I did not hear God. I did not talk to God. I didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. I knew there was one because I had been there before at such a low point, but did not feel close. I really thought I needed like another spiritual awakening. I need another car accident or something to wake me up from that one. Um, But God did it. And... Here we are today. I love God. I love Jesus. I love, honestly, everything that God has done for me in the last few months and held for me and helped me through and walked with me during. God is my... I'm so grateful for God. Like, God has brought me everything in alignment with his word ever since I let him in. And it's just so abundant over here. And I'm so excited for all that's to come now that he's in my life. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to add in. I feel like I portrayed my journey really beautifully. And I'm so open to discussion because like still on my posts, you know, I put God, but sometimes I'll put like slash universe slash source slash divine slash whoever you believe in because I understand that everybody is on their own journey. And if anybody had ever tried to push God and religion onto me, before it probably pushed me away further and I truly don't believe that it's religion that I'm indulging in I I believe it's just relationship with our highest power and giving it all to him fully surrendering and trusting that everything is on his timing is happening the way that he's divinely orchestrating my word of the year is obedience and what that means to me is knowing that god's got a plan for me that is so divinely orchestrated in a way that i can't even comprehend and it is just my job to show up in alignment for what god is calling me higher for So when things don't go the way that my little tiny human brain wanted them to go, I just let go. And I I feel it. I feel myself just total surrender. Last year's word was surrender. And this year, I've really started talking to God and I feel like I fully understand. It's almost like a full circle of like I'm surrendered because I'm fully obedient to what God is calling me to become and to experience. And with that amount of surrender, it's just so much beauty. There's so much beauty in the unknown. And the unknown is God's known. So 
trusting in that is a beautiful, beautiful journey. But as I was saying, if you know anybody resonates with any of this or if you feel that you're in a place that I used to be or if you feel that you're carrying a lot of weight that you don't need to, my DMs are always open and I would love to hold space for you and all that stuff that you're carrying. There's so much beauty on the other side. So I thank you so much for listening to such an important episode to my heart and soul. If you've made it all the way through and you feel called to and open to it, I would love for you to shoot me a message and share what your biggest takeaway was or what really hit home for you. I love it when you all, you know, actually let me know who listens to my episodes. That makes me really feel a lot more connected to you because I share so much of myself on here. And I'm also just really grateful to have you here. So I will catch you on the next episode. I hope 2024 is treating you with so much love. Until next time.